1: You know, since Henry Ford did his thing, horses aren't really relied on for anything other than leisure or sport. But for one group in Detroit, it's all they have.
2: These guys make a huge difference for us with interacting with the public. You can see a kid's face smiling, beaming, and it's like, oh, we got to go over there. We got to go see them.
1: What does it take to become one of Detroit's biggest police officers? Well, it starts with having four legs. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Horses aren't nearly as efficient as cars. I mean, vehicles are literal machines. You have to keep horses alive, which isn't easy and it's not cheap. But for 10 local officers, well, technically 20, horses are the lifeblood of their group. The Detroit Mounted Police Unit has been around since the late 1800s. You can see it now, big horses clomping down cobblestone streets. My colleague, Cassie Yamas fawson took an in-depth look at DPD's mounted unit thanks to the help of Mounted Police Officer Sandra Chavez, who has over 20 years on the force. The first voice is Cassie's, the second, Officer Chavez.
3: They're actually one of the oldest Mounted Police units in the country.
2: Couldn't tell you what was going on in 1893 other than probably that it was easier to get a horse (laughs) than it was a car. It probably cost less than a vehicle did back then and it's just been a proud tradition that the department has carried on ever since. We do have a baton that we carry. We don't do anything with the baton. It is for traditional purposes only because it was started out back then, and we're trying to keep everything as the unit started to preserve the history. And
3: at one point, they had over five barns and 60 horses and 80 officers back in the 70s. So it was a
1: thing. It was a thing. It
3: was a thing. It was a really big thing. And they're one of the oldest and most storied in the nation. I think only a couple of other cities, such as Boston, have mounted police units that are older.
1: You'll hear the pair talk about this, if not for budget cuts by the Kwame Kilpatrick administration, the Detroit Mounted Unit would be the oldest in the country.
3: If you talk to an officer there, they will say that they are, but if we're talking continuously, there was that little break there
2: in the early 2000s. In 2005, it was shut down, um, financial reasons, Um, and in 2009, with the help of Motor City Horse Force, Restore the Horse, and the Detroit Public Safety Foundation, And I want to believe Mayor Bing was a part of that as well. It was reopened in 2009.
1: Where is all of this happening? It's not like you can keep horses downtown. I actually found them myself last summer, and it was a total accident. I was walking in Palmer Park. I'm on the trail, and all of a sudden I look around, and I'm staring at horses. I I was shocked. I was shocked. And that's such a beautiful place. It's a perfect place to have them.
3: It is, and they are working to extend out more of that area, and they want to have more horses. Right now, there are 10. I believe 20 is the number that they are shooting for. So not the number that we saw back in the 70s, but a sizable unit there where uh, they would have 20 horses and 20 officers.
1: One of the things about the Mounted Police in Detroit is that a good chunk of their funding comes from donations, so sometimes they take horses as a donation, but as Cassie and Officer Chavez explain, they don't just take any horse.
3: They have had horses where it didn't work out, so the process is very important because you can't have a horse patrolling an area or patrolling an event where they would be reactive.
2: We try to stick with drafts because they are working horses, so it's much better um, for them and for us. They're used to the work. And we look for calm demeanors because, of course, we want them to be friendly with the public and the people that we interact with on a daily. So
3: horses are what they call flight animals by nature. Fight or flight response is to run away. So they have to make sure that these animals don't do that.
1: Now, their two most recent acquisitions were actually bred to be part of the most famous group of horses in America. You got to meet a couple ones that
3: almost became pretty famous, right? Yes, Whiskey and Winston. They are huge Clydesdales.
2: They were bred by Budweiser, but uh, you know Budweiser has very, very specific details that every single horse has to look its best. And these two have some markings Switches or weren't tall enough, just something in their yeah. jeans. They didn't make the cut. Certain coloring,
3: certain markings, they call them blazes and... That would be the white markings down their face. Uh, Even their featherings have to be a certain way, so they do have very strict standards.
1: The mounted unit is particular about their horses, which makes perfect sense. Got to have the right officer for the job, and that's true for their human counterparts. Cassie tells me that Officer Chavez is a very experienced rider.
3: She has been riding horses since she was a little girl, and even she had to go through some very rigorous training in order to become an equine officer.
2: Well, of course, you have to be a Detroit police officer first, and if you want to work with horses, because, of course, it's not just riding. A lot of people see officers up on horses, and they go, oh, that looks like fun. I want to do that. There is two months of very intense training. The first month is riding bareback, which can be very rough on your body, and... A lot of picking up manure after them. Um, So if you can go through the training, pass the training, then you get put on a list. And unfortunately, it goes by seniority. So it is a very small unit to try to get into.
1: To be clear, these equine officers aren't just for show. It's not often that police officers show up when something good is happening. It's not the nature of their job. But the horses, for several reasons, break multiple barriers.
3: And that's the big appeal of these Mounted Police units is that it brings together the officers and the community. It creates a very strong community relationship, which is very important. It's great.
2: Everyone might not want to see a police officer, but people can't resist seeing the horses. These guys make a huge difference for us with interacting with the public. You can see a kid's face. 50 yards away smiling beaming and it's like oh we gotta go over there we gotta go see them and they, they love being able to pet the horses take pictures with the horses the horses make a big difference
3: it's very different with an officer that's in a car that's sitting there, you know, on the corner. You see this beautiful big horse. And when I say big, they are huge. These are draft horses. So the sheer size alone attracts so many people coming over. The officers welcome it. You know, obviously, you get to pet the horse. I don't know many people who want to pet a patrol car. So, but the horses, they love it. And uh, the stables are open to the public. The only. cost there would be to bring treats.
1: When you think of these mounted officers, it's crowd control, right? Sporting events, festivals, parades, you name it. But did you know they patrol every day, at least when the weather allows? They really do a little bit of everything. I mean, it's not hard to find these horses. There's not a lot of them, but as far as them being out in the public, it's frequent.
3: That was one of the things I found really surprising is I was thinking, okay, well, they go out to specific events. They have people that request them at, you know, such and such
2: place. We take these guys to anything and everything, both in and out of the city. If somebody requests us, we will be there. We are at the stadiums for football games basketball games baseball games we're um, downtown a lot for all of their events the fireworks we're in parades we do a lot of career days with elementary schools even high schools they actually do patrol just
3: like officers do in their vehicles so they go to areas that are not easily accessible by vehicle and they patrol those areas
1: The Mounted Police Unit and the city itself, they have a lot in common. A storied history, a disastrous period in the 2000s, and then a glorious resurgence. These officers are certainly part of what makes Detroit, Detroit. Big thank you to my colleague Cassie Yamas-Fawson for her reporting and for her conversation with Mounted Officer Sandra Chavez. You can read all about it at WWJNewsRadio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Royal Oak. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just
0: aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds?